I'm uh, joined today with uh, former San Francisco CrossFit coach and music enthusiast, motorcycle enthusiast, uh, but you may know him right now as the competitive director of uh, CrossFit, Adrian Bosman. Hey, man. Hey, how are you? Wow, that's a, that's a robust introduction. I think that's probably the most breadth that I've been given hey. uh, in something like that. Usually it's just, you know, most current thing. People have a short memory, so <laughs> that's kind of cool. A uh, guy knows how to program workouts. That's all he does. Okay, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, hey, do you ever get mistaken for uh, Brian Bosworth? No, you know, surprisingly, uh, you know, despite the uh, the incredible physical resemblance, uh, it hasn't happened yet. But there's still time. <laughs> okay, good. I was wondering if you so only only when I'm wearing the shades, you know. Yeah, there you go, boom. Yeah, yeah. There's some people I bring it up to. They're like, I don't even know who that. I've never even heard of the Brian Bosworth. It's <laughs> 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 like I get it, I get it. Um, something I was complimenting you on it. I noticed when you laugh, you you tend to laugh with your whole body. You get like this little chuckle thing going, and I just love it. it makes me feel like uh, gives me gives me good vibes. Gives, makes me oh, feel cool. Good. Yeah, I like that. It's good stuff. You get a little like little chuckle chuckle. I think it's good stuff. Um, I noticed some of your interviews too. You've had and if you had this, I feel like you've had this for tons of uh, old videos too. But there's a, a CrossFit sign. It's usually behind you. It says Cash Only. Yep. Is that like a team name? I don't. What, or is that is that literally like a concession stand sign where you need to like cash only? Is that uh, well a little bit of both? You know, okay. I think it's okay. a good reminder. <clears throat> um, yep. My mom only. always used to tell me talks cheap and whiskey costs money. So you know, got to keep that in mind as you're rolling through life. Um, but uh, yeah, that was from the 2012 uh, South Central Regional, I believe. Uh, in Texas. And it was a concession sign, but I thought it was really cool. Uh -huh. um, and so I kept it. And then some of the key staff had signed the back and there's some messages oh, nice. on there and stuff too. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's been uh, a staple of my home gym for many years now. So over a decade, oh. I guess. Uh, would you say you stole yeah. the sign? Well, I mean, it? you know, it's a bit of a gray area, okay. gifted, stole, like, where, where are you going to draw the like line it, there? I like, yeah, that's yeah. true. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with gifted. It was definitely yeah. gifted. It was earned and if it was, sure. <laughs> and, and, you know, let's put another little moral gray area on that. Like, if it's going to be thrown out and you take it and give it a good home. This is true. I mean, I you mean, know, whose is it really at that point? Touche. <laughs> Touche, sir. Touche. Uh, you know, I dropped the, uh, San Francisco CrossFit and I'm super bummed that it closed. Cause I've, I dropped in yeah. there a few, dropped in there a few times. I know it was like one of the OG, OG gyms. Yep. When I, when I first tried to drop in there, I gotta be honest, I could not find the damn thing. <laughs> that <laughs> was, uh, uh, that was not, I mean, you're not unique in that. There was many, yeah. many people that would, uh, you know, email us back in the day and say, Hey, we're coming out. We're like, yeah, cool. And then they wouldn't show. And we get another message, be like, where the hell are you guys? And um, yeah, that was very common. We were literally in the back of a parking lot for many years. Um, very, very fond memories of that. And then in 2011, I believe they uh, got a space. Uh, my wife and I at the time had um, moved to Australia to take a coaching job there for a little while. So we'd stepped away uh, before they got their physical location. Um, but yeah, that was, those were good times, man. It's a, definitely an end of an era when, when, uh, they had to close doors. It was, it was, yeah, sad. I was, uh, so I, I, the original spot I never, I didn't go to, but it was in the, uh, what is it? The Presidio Presidio? Yep. Right there. Yeah. Yep. Right there. Yeah. Um, but it was, I always compared it to kind of like the, um, the gold's gym of like the Arnold day. It's almost like the Mecca. Cause there's so many big <laughs> names that came out of, came out of that gym. And so when I first walked out there for some, I was like trying to play cool, you know? And like, like I said, I was like, there's Carl Pally and like Diane few and yeah. like yourself and Kelly star. I'm like, uh, I've been watching all these guys like on YouTube for, for like a year now. Um, and so that always, that's always thought I'm like, that's like such a, like, and everybody's just like walking around like, yeah, it's no big deal. These are just like everyday Joes, which I, I get it, you know, but it's like, it's crazy everybody was, I mean, that, that's yeah. the beauty of it. Right. You know, it's uh -huh. like in, in that context, everybody was. And, but yeah, it was definitely a collection of a lot of really awesome people. And, um, you know, it's, it's really heartening to see so many people that were at the core that continuing on and having success and, and, uh, you know, it's awesome. Awesome to see. That's exactly what you'd want. Um, mm -hmm. you know, if, even if it, even if you have to go through something like, you know, the gym ultimately closed, but what's carried on from that legacy, I think is pretty awesome. So, mm -hmm. you know, Kelly and Juliet obviously are awesome and, and they've got a lot going on. Um, but I think they have quite the legacy to be proud of uh, from San Francisco CrossFit. And I think Kelly started as like one of the best 
public speaker's ever seen. He's like, yeah, public speaker. Like he's like a, he's get like, you fired up. He <laughs> Kelly, it's like charisma plus ten. You yeah. know, he. And I'm like, when you um, when you design the character on the RPG, it's like he's maxed out the charisma points. There's no question about that. The man is. He's, he's a magnet of personality. Yeah. I was like, I never wanted to jam a racquetball into my body so bad after I listened to it. Pump, pump me up. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Uh, and I know, yeah, uh, I know you're a big uh, music enthusiast, an album uh, record enthusiast. And I, I, do you have a, a refined uh, ear palette? Is ear palette? Is that, a, is that a thing? A refined ear palette? Basically, what I'm trying to ask is, can you tell the, can you, tell the difference between like a, a song or music playing on a record as opposed to like oh a uh probably not like a, oh, okay. do i have like an audiophile kind of level of of nerdery <laughs> around that no like I, I i don't care that much about that sort of thing no um like i i have pretty good relative pitch and you uh -huh. know like i uh -huh. train as a musician at a, yep. for a pretty serious part of my life when i was much younger so I still retain some of that kind of uh, thing, but like, no, like I'm not, no. man, I, I, I just bought a used truck uh -huh. and it's got a tape deck in it. And I was yeah, it so does. pumped. It's got a tape deck and a blown out left speaker. And I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. I'm, I'm 16 again. And uh -huh. I love it. You know? <laughs> I, I remember the, uh, the disc man with the, oh, yeah. <laughs> the tape converter into the tape deck. Oh dude. Yeah. 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 I remember those times. Heck yeah. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Um, the, uh, the, uh, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to get on, I'm going to get on your good side real fast because I'm going to go ahead and say with this. Oh, last you already year, did. No, you opened okay, cool. for, for the people that didn't get a chance to listen to the uh, pre-show. I mean, dude, Josh, you came heavy with the acid, witch right out the gate. Um, that's, 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 that's big. It was, it was a deep cut. It was a deep yeah. cut. Yeah. No <laughs> question. Okay, good. So you're already um, in the good graces. I mean, okay, that's good. Uh, <laughs> good it's getting a little heavier then because i'm gonna go ahead and put this last year's crossfit games as one of the best ever of all time oh that's and, that's and nice been, of you to say i've been saying that to a different variety of guests i've had on i'm like it was it was up in and here's one thing I, i've also said about it but I, and you tell me if i'm in the in if i got it right or if i'm way off bases i feel like when uh when dave was po uh programming it, it feels like he was trying to find the best uh, CrossFit athlete, but I feel like this last year's mm. games was a really good job of like a test to try to find like the, um, just like the kind of like overall everyday athlete, like if someone was trapped in the wild kind of thing, like that type of an <laughs> athlete. Yeah. Like you found like the best version of that type of thing. Mm. How's, how say you, am I in the, am I in a, am I? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I think that Dave touched on a lot of that stuff and he certainly, um, you know, had a pretty broad spectrum that he was looking at uh, as far as trying to find the fittest. So I don't know, like to me, I, it, if there was a change in that regard, like it certainly wasn't conscious, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, um, it, and it's nice of you to say that you enjoy the games that much. I, I think that's cool. Um, you know, personally, I think that it's, uh, probably a recency bias that everybody's, you know, that's fired up on this year's games. And, and that's great. Like, I'm really glad that they are. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. but you know, I think it's, it's easy to, uh, come off of the hype of what you've just experienced and be like best ever, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it's definitely up. Yes, man, it was up there. And like the, like how long, oh, were you, how long were you sitting on that Capitol event? Or was that just something you thought of like aspects of it? I've been sitting on for a while. Um, say, but that particular event, I mean, just due to the planning, there is no way that we would know the, the exact final version until we mm. were pretty far down the track. So, um, you know, that, that specific variation of it, not, not that long, but certain aspects of it definitely, uh, have been things that I wanted to, to include for a while. That, that, I mean, that alone has got to be up there with one of the all time. That's an all timer event right there. Yeah. That's good. That's going to go down the record books that just played out beautiful. I just thought all about it. And I love like, was it, was it on air? Maybe it was like during a podcast, but I think Sean Woodland or Chase said that there was a slight potential that there was almost, there could have been like a rail, uh, train go by. Oh, there could have been, yeah, that would have been, I mean, that would have definitely would have been sucked. so bad. Yeah. That would have sucked, yeah. but it also would have been like, Holy Lord, that'd been like kind of amazing drama to watch. Like what would happen? <laughs> There's like running into place, you know, you see some people when they're like at the cross. Uh, it would have been a disaster, but yeah, that was one of those things. Those 11th hour, um, kind of planning sessions where it's the night before and one of our event management, um, staff brought it up and it's like what about the train we're like don't jinx us yeah, yeah damn it I mean, yeah don't put yeah. that out don't, don't put that out in the universe that's good stuff did you uh do you go back through and like watch every event like go back through and watch every for sure one? yeah oh, I do. Yeah, yeah for for a long time now um okay it's kind of been my post games ritual is uh 
mm-hmm. you know, we'll come home from the games, you're pretty tired. And yeah, I say it all the time. Like, it doesn't matter if you're um, spectating or working the games or an athlete, like, it's a full on event and you just get hammered um, and not inebriated. Although some people do that too, but, <laughs> but <laughs> you come home, like you're tired. And um, sure. so it takes a couple of days to recover and just sitting around. Um, it's, it's been, been my practice to uh, come home, take a couple of days off, not really talk to too many people and just mm-hmm. watch it. And, you know, the other kind of weird part about being at the games, so much happens and so much is happening all the time that um, a lot of it blends together. And sometimes your recollection of the thing, the way things actually happened isn't as accurate as you were, you think it should mm-hmm. be. Um, and so like watching it, and specifically watching it through the eyes of people that only would have experienced the broadcast or augmented their experience at the games with the broadcast, you know, like you, you definitely pick up on things in a different light and um, that helps to inform lots of things, you know, from programming to the way the broadcast is implemented to, you know, the way the perception of different movement standards and whatever, like all of that um, is something that's hard to pick up in the moment. So, yeah. Was there something, was there something that you rewatched and you're like, I, that turned out way better than I thought it originally happened. Um, you know, being a couple months removed from it now, I, that's hard to kind of put myself back there. Let me, let me go through the Rolodex, uh, in the, in the brain a little bit. Um, or if you want to, if you want to uh, go negative, I'm down for that too. Is there something like, Oh, I thought that was like, awesome. That turned out like a bag of poop. Yeah. Uh, no, nothing, nothing okay. that dramatic on, on okay. the, on the bad end. Like there's always lots of little things that you're like, ah, oh, man, I wish we would have, or, yeah. Yeah, Oh, yeah, we yeah. should have, you know, like that's never going to go away. I think that's any big event. Um, but overall I was really happy with, with so much of it. Um, as far as like things that turned out better than I expected, I mean the capital for sure, you know, like we knew that it was yeah. given the backdrop, it was going to be an Epic, um, had mm-hmm. the potential to be an Epic thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the way that played out was obviously pretty crazy. Um, so that was great. The sandbag, same thing. That was a big roll of the dice. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah. I, uh-huh. I, I, I had a pretty good sense that it was going to be a spectacle. Yeah. Um, but sure. until you, until you do it, you're never going to mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that could have been a real dud, you know, it could have mm-hmm. been, mm-hmm. um, one of those things that people are like, yeah, okay, whatever. And, and not really get invested in, okay. uh, but that one turned out great. Yeah, for um, sure. So, yeah, yeah that, I mean, that, you know, the usual suspects. Was, yeah, yeah, that arena, the arena was hyped, especially. Yeah. Oh, especially, man. Yeah, I mean, the last couple bags, I was like, holy. Were, were you there? Were you on site? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. yeah that, that was, the Coliseum was insane. In there. So, I mean, cool. That was, yeah. Yeah. so cool. And I appreciate that. I like, I, I mean, I appreciate you taking that, if you want to call it a risk. I like that instead of just like, I, I, I probably like the easy way would have been like a barbell, you know, like a heavy barbell. But sure. I love the, I love the, I love that trying to think outside the box a little bit and do something unique too. Cause it's just enough outside the box where it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. we, we know what sandbags are. We've traded with it, like we know what it is, but we haven't seen it like in that kind of, in that way. So that was, that was super fun to watch. Yeah. That's, that's the hardest thing in my opinion is like you do walk a bit of a, a fine line where, you know, you have to push things forward. You have to bring the test to the athletes and in, in the sense that, you know, at the end of the day, we want to test their ability to perform with something that they cannot necessarily train for. On the other end of that, it can't be so far out of left field and so exotic that it just doesn't make sense with the lineage of, of what we're doing. Um, and so you, you do have to, number one, I think you have to have a pretty good sense for it. And like I've been fortunate enough to be pretty enmeshed in CrossFit history so far. So that's pretty cool. And it's, a, it's definitely a good experience to draw from. Um, and then, you know, I got a lot of good people around me on the team and stuff that are going to tell me, Hey man, I, I'm not so sure about this idea. <laughs> you know? And they'll push back, which is good. That's what you need, right? You don't want to be yeah. surrounded by a bunch of people who are like, Oh yeah, yeah. Whatever you think of is going to be great. It's like, no, no, <laughs> we need, we need the guardrails <laughs> that's and you idea. need people to engage and be like, are you sure about this one? Yeah. Let's hash it out. So that, like, awesome. I really appreciate my team for um, being willing to do that. Do you ever, or, I mean, I know, I know this is, you're going into your second year, but have, I guess last year would only really bank off, but was there, is there anything you programmed or did not program with like it, because of the concern of how it might play out, like in, for the spectators, like, oh, this is a good test, but it might not look good. So let's not, let's not go with that. Let's go with something different. Is there, is the, is the spectator viewing or how much does that play a, play a role in, in the programming? Is it, or is it just like, yeah, good question. 
The well, the test always comes first. Like we try to make it as legitimate a test as we can, because that's at the end of the day. Like when you strip it all down, that's the job. Is okay. Let's see if we can objectively find the fittest people on Earth. That's where we're trying to land. Um, but then you know you do have to filter it through a bunch of different lenses. Where if it presents well, that means people can be more interested in it as a as a, as a fan and a spectator. That means the potential for this to grow is greater. That means, you know, the potential for more athletes to get attracted to it is greater, you know, so there are important elements to consider there when you're talking about making it accessible in that way. Um, but again, like the test is really at the, at the forefront when we're um, putting it together. Um, so yeah, there are there things that get scrapped ultimately. Cause you're like, I don't know if it's going to play. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But do we have a pretty wide strike zone? Absolutely. You know, because yeah. again, the, the, the name of the game is let's try to make this as bulletproof as we can from the test standpoint. Mm -hmm. And then the, the next layer is how do we make this like look as cool as it can be and um, make it accessible for people that are spectating and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Yep. That makes sense. Uh, is there, how much of next year's games is programmed or is it? Or oh, is there... <laughs> it's hard to say. I mean, like okay. <laughs> you can't really put is, a percentage to is it. Is it like a rough but... draft? outline uh not quite like i have not, a not lot ever. of i i didn't i don't i don't know it's it's weird too because like dave's the only other person that i have been close to who's who's kind of you know worked in that realm right. before right right and even you know being closely working with him for so many years like his process is still largely his process you know and in the same way that i think mine is is mine mm -hmm. and so uh, it's hard to say like okay am i drafting this in a way that other people would consider to be um like a linear way to approach it or, or you just don't know. Mm -hmm. And maybe it doesn't matter, but uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is, do I have like a document that has event one through event X? Um, no. Yeah. Do I have a bunch of <clears throat> kind of digital stickies for concepts that I think are going to absolutely be staples of the 23 games? Yes. Okay. I like so that. There's, That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, can I make a personal request? Um, Get, bring it. Okay, thanks. Do you mind just programming just a handful of workouts that are just full of uh, Justin Madera's weakness? Because I've had an asshole <laughs> that guy already, Adrian. I think we got to figure out what they are first, right? I mean, that's, that's the... <laughs> maybe do like a maybe like a spelling competition. Is he a bad speller? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm go true. deep dive on that. He's a sweetheart of a fella. I'm just uh, yeah, I just always I, I always give him a hard I always give him a hard time because I'm like I kind of I don't <laughs> selfishly i don't want to see another guy like on top for four or five years i want to see it spread you know spread out a little bit and i want to see some other uh some other guys take the podium man well i mean based on the outcome this year i think he's got his work cut out for him i think roman is he's True. going to be nipping at his heels um you know and now that he's kind of got himself established in the united states and it seems yeah. like he's a little bit more stable as far as I what like he that. knows his mm -hmm. year is going to look like i mean who knows mm -hmm. what, what that's going to do for a guy like him for sure. Um, no, that, and that was pretty awesome yeah. that he, Justin won it and he didn't win. He didn't win any events. Correct. I don't think. Right. He did. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty. Yep. Mr. Consistent, man. Mr. Consistent. Yeah. But oh, man, he's so good at just not giving points is. away, you know, I know like even, yeah. even at the events that on paper, you're like, okay, this is damage control. It's like, man, he's right there. Yeah. He's like um, his, his poor finish is like a fifth or like a yeah, six. Or exactly. Something. Yeah. Yep. yep. And then the people that are like behind him are finishing like fourth <laughs> third it's like gosh dang it yeah yeah it's good stuff yeah no he's a good guy i just like to bust his bust his chops yeah uh, um when there's like a last minute kind of like workout being announced how far in advance are the judges like prepped with that are they are they kind of like in the last minute too or are they more they have more of like a little no. bit heads up to okay yeah and that's one of those things that i think is um good for us to get more visibility on because mm. again if you're looking at it through the eyes of a spectator or just somebody who's watching the broadcast you could get the perception that uh the judges are being informed as the athletes are and then they're taking the field and trying to execute this thing and that's not the case at all mm -hmm. you know the judges are aware of those movement standards um you know multiple days before the event is announced they have rehearsals that they're expected to attend um you know they're being briefed on that we have the mm -hmm. demo team go in do the movements with that kind of closed door meeting so that they can see it they can they can talk through what are likely to be common no reps um, all that kind of stuff takes place behind closed doors before the athletes are anywhere near uh the workout and you know again the public doesn't really have a good perception of that and so i think that can heighten some of the times you know there's always going to be tough calls i think that's the nature of sport right um but i think it's easy for people when they have 
for example, like their favorite athlete gets a rough call, um, <laughs> fair or not, you know, right, right. Uh, wow. it's pretty easy to build the case when it's a new workout that the athletes only found out about that. Oh, the judge must have also. And yeah. that's why my guy is getting the raw deal. Um, but that's not the case. You know? <laughs> that, that's something I learned. I, I didn't, cause yeah. I just thought like it was, uh, it's gotta be uh, kept under wraps. So we don't want to have you like leak, leak of the, of yeah. the workout. So that's always <clears> thought too. So that's good and, to know. Yeah. Well, I mean, and the, the other thing I'll piggyback on there too, is the level of depth that goes into each athlete brief, I think is something that the average person doesn't uh, have a good grasp of either, mm -hmm. you know, like before, and sometimes it's obviously time bound. If you have, um, an event that they're going to learn about and then take the floor pretty quickly, mm -hmm. you're under some serious time pressure to, to get that out there. But for every other event, um, you know, they have briefings depending on the division, they, they happen at different times, but typically it's going to be first thing in the morning when there's no real schedule pressure, athletes are going to be brought in a lot of them. Honestly, they kind of, it's not their favorite thing to do because we bring them in early. They have to sit and listen to us for an hour and then they have to go get warmed up or whatever. Mm -hmm. It brings them in a little earlier than they might want to be at the venue, you know, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. that's what's necessary to make sure that everybody's playing by the same um, rules. But I don't yeah. think that, again, I don't think the public understands the depth yeah. um, <laughs> that goes into those types of things. And they just assume it's like, all right, this is off the cuff. It's like, no, 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 way uh, too much on the line for that. I'm pretty confident judging off the uh, comment section and a lot of uh, a lot of CrossFit posts <laughs> yeah. that they do not they are not aware of the uh, circumstances that plays out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and hey, fair enough, you know. Fair enough, yeah, right. Fair enough. That's good stuff. Um, do you? Uh, oh, do you? Do you take the judge like the? Uh, let's see how to word this question. Like, do you take the judge's ability to correctly? Um, call or judge a workout into consideration when you're designing a workout that's not a very good question <laughs> yeah or yes does, or does, does it make sense yeah absolutely so like, oh yeah so like no if, no for sure it's like so, hey, yeah uh you'd have to watch like six or seven points to make sure that the so i gotta dial back that standard a little bit unquestionably that is another filter that we go through so you know again thinking kind of from the top like number one is okay is this the right test to administer? Is this going to get us closer to finding the fittest people? Yes or no. And if the answer is yes, then you have to, you know, answer these kind of refinement questions. And one of those big ones that's close to the top is, can we, if it's a new movement, for example, or a new format, mm -hmm. can we codify this in a way with confidence that people are going to be able to do it and do it under competitive stress? And it's, it's going to be clear and fair, uh, both for the athlete and for the judge to administer. Um, like that's a huge, huge conversation. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, and that, and, and that changes for different parts of the season. You know, if you think about the individual season, um, at least in the modern last couple of years, you've got this really big front loaded, uh, online portion of the season, they do the open and then the quarters, mm -hmm. um, you know, what is going to be applicable for a mass participation event where you've got hundreds of thousands mm -hmm. of people and then tens of thousands of people participating, um, like the, the chances that people are going to make mistakes in that, I mean, it's, it's much larger than when you have a field of 30 and you're directly speaking to them and they're all mm -hmm. on site, you know, like there's just no way around that. So the considerations of what we can do at different stages of the season even is, uh, is a big, big thought process. So yeah, that that's absolutely something that, um, we always come back to the drawing board is how can we make this more clear? How can we make it more fair? How can we make it easier for the athletes to understand what to do? And then by extension, how can we make it easier for the judges to say yes, no, versus, you know, getting hung up in some sort of gray area? Cause that's, nobody's happy with that. Uh, <clears throat> your job's sounding more and more difficult as we continue to talk. I was like, oh, that's a pretty <laughs> no, it's cool a deal. You just, yeah. you just raise some workouts down and that's it. <laughs> Yeah, so much to consider. I was like, oh, man. yeah, holy moly. Uh, have you ever had to uh, remove a judge from a competition or during a competition because they're just like, hey, buddy, you, uh, you're you just not sure. always, you're yeah. having an off day. And was it uh, Wes Pyatt last year? No. Okay, no <laughs> was it Wes? Why? What happened to Wes? No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, man. No, Wes is great. Why? <laughs> I want Wes at all my events. What do you think? He's like the I opposite of that. I figured if it um, happened, it had to be him. That's all. That's yeah. Good. No, okay. no way. Um, yeah, that's certainly happened in the past where we've had people that just aren't performing, um, mm -hmm. you know, particularly in the old regionals days where you would have a lot of people that would repeat 
meaning they'd be there year over year, which is awesome because they kind of build up momentum and they build their skill set. And so, you know, but every once in a while, you'd get people that were there and they just either um, didn't have the eye to be able to discern what needed to happen at the speed that was given to them. Um, Or, you know, sometimes people just aren't good in that moment. They're not good in the center of the field with the competitive pressure and the crowd around Mm -hmm. them and all the distractions that come with that. This is not the appropriate role for them. So yeah, there's definitely been times where, uh, you know, people, people have been asked to step aside and, uh, you know, brush up your skills and it's not a door closed forever type of situation, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, it's just not right right now. Makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, has there ever been, has rogue, uh, ever come to, I guess you or Dave and be like, Hey, we're, uh, we got this new idea for this piece of equipment, but we're not going to build it unless you guys program a workout that's going to use it. Has there ever been any kind of in that ballpark and like vice versa? I'd be like, Hey, I got a great idea, but I get it. I need like a special piece of equipment in order to make this happen. Rogue. Yeah. But- uh, you know, I don't want to speak too much on the behalf of rogue. You know, okay. those guys, they, the way they conduct themselves, I think is so awesome. And I certainly don't want to uh, put any words in their mouth. What I will say is that, you know, we've been really fortunate to have such a good relationship with them for so long. And uh, man, I mean, Bill and Katie are the best. I have so much respect for them. And, uh, and I love working with them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, it's only been a year that I've been in the driver's seat. Um, but yeah, it's been really uh, surprisingly easy conversation to have with both of them when it's like, okay, here's an idea I've got, mm-hmm. you know, let me sketch it up for you. And they've been super receptive to that sort of thing. That's so awesome. yeah, it's, it That's is, cool. it really is. Yeah, see, it just from an outsider's point of view, it seems like the the partnership between Rogue and CrossFit's simpatico. That seems like it's yeah, pretty they're good. great, pretty yep. great. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm gonna pitch you a couple more ideas here, Adrian. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I'll I'll just in turn I'll just pitch him to Bill, right? Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Well, no, this is actually for you at the game. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which I know you're gonna take these uh, totally to heart, so I appreciate it. Um, well, hey, and then I'm if... going to take all the credit. I'll be like, yep, just came to me okay. spontaneously. If Didn't they're... get it. No influence. Yeah. If they're a good idea. Yep. Okay. No like digital it. record. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, what if we, uh, or what I'll if I claim uh... this whole podcast was a deep fake? I'll be like, that, that's, that wasn't me. That could be anybody. <laughs> Watergate shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. let's see. Uh, if, uh, what do you think about having one, uh, cons- like one workout that's always at the games every year. So for example, like every single season, there's always, there's always DT and it's just, and yeah, the reason why I think that would be kind of cool is for one, you can kind of see like records get broken. You can also kind of measure how far like athletes come. And, um, I don't know, there's probably just multiple ways to use it. You can also be like, this is, here's the, here's the, here's the one event that's come. I'm going to, you know, you kind of hype it up. What's, uh, do you think there, do you think, well, do you think that's a good idea? And, or do you think that takes away of kind of like the, seems to be the um consistent theme of you got to be you don't know what's coming up kind of thing well i think that uh, number one yes i think that testing and retesting generally is a great idea and it's obviously got a big part of uh you know crossfit behind it both if you're just the average person or you're competitive you're going to be faced with these repeat tests and and that's a big name of the game is is are you actually improving and can you show it Mm-hmm. So in that regard, yeah, I think it's really cool. Um, as far as like an every year thing, I think at an event like the games, you'd have more latitude to do that because, you know, the nature of the event, there's going to be so many other things that you can do mm-hmm. um, that you wouldn't have to worry about taking up uh, a slot, so to speak. Right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like a smaller event, like even at the semifinals level, I, I don't know that that would be appropriate because you just don't have as much time and right. range to, to <clears throat> test the athletes. Mm-hmm. Um but I do like that on its face. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's cool. Yeah, I think it's because um, I, I, like in a lot of sports, you know, they, they, you can you can kind of compare and contrast, dip, compare and yeah. contrast different decades of like athletes and stuff like that. Yep. Um, so I, thought, I, I just thought it'd be really cool to see like, oh yeah, like so-and-so did this in 2012 and they're redoing it again, like, you know, 10 years later. And this is like yeah. night and day differences. It'd be kind of cool to, to have that kind of data. To- yeah. And, you know, we do try to do that from time to time. You know, there was the, a uh, couple of years ago, we brought back some of the workouts from yeah. 2007, the, the mm-hmm. inaugural games. Um, you know, we always do try to dig back and, and do some of the early days uh, testing in application with the modern athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is pretty amazing what people are capable of now. Uh, and to me, I think what's even crazier is just the depth, you know, like the guys at the top, 
<clears throat> the, the, the best athletes on the men and women's side, of course, they're total animals, but even if you go down the ranks pretty far, you know, you're talking a couple hundred places down in the, in the semifinals and quarterfinals, it's like, you have the performances that would have just blown the doors off of oh, yeah. any of the competitors at the first couple of years of the games. Like it's awesome to see that, that kind mm -hmm. of development. Yeah, you're right. I know that. And I, what Murph's Murph's been a couple times, right? Two. Yep. Times, twice. Yeah. So, yeah. Twice. Yeah. That's right. Uh, another idea. Uh, what happens in between events like transition? There's like a CrossFit kids, like a competition, or is that just too much of a, too much of a headache? <clears throat> like you just We've dabbled of... with stuff like that in okay. the past. We were uh -huh. um, over the years, there's been lots of things that have kind of happened in, um, you know, the time between some of the, the big, big show. Mm -hmm. um, we actually, that was kind of prototypically how the adaptive athletes came to be involved in the games was they, mm -hmm. they did some exhibition oh, yeah. style. I think I remember that. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Stuff in, in between. Mm -hmm. um, we've done some CrossFit kids stuff like that too. Actually, I think, man, it's, it's getting old and, and it's all kind of blending together, but that actually right. might've been how we also piloted the uh, teenager divisions oh, okay. uh, was, was by doing that kind of thing mm -hmm. in intermissions mm -hmm. and stuff like that as well. Um, and we've also used it to showcase like different uh, athletes within their own domain. Like, you know, we brought in some jump rope people in the past, mm, we brought in oh, some other, right. yep. I remember that. some other athletes of like, you know, kind of a, a niche, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. flavor and, and mm -hmm. try to get them some exposure. So yeah, I that's think cool. that sort of thing is, is great. Basically, and and yeah, again, like shout out to rogue. I think that's really cool what they're doing with the invitational by trying to cross pollinate some of these other sports that, um, you know, if you, you talk about like the Venn diagram of physical culture, <laughs> yeah. There's obviously a lot of overlap. They're not the same thing and they don't have the same end state, but they're closer together than they are further apart. And I think it's really awesome to get those uh, people in the same room and, and to get spectators hyped on that sort of thing. Like it's, it's really cool to see um, just how much more respect sports like strongman mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, like Highland games and stuff like that. Like those have been such cool sports for so long mm -hmm. and most people just haven't had any sort of exposure to them. Uh, and, th and therefore, you know, they don't recognize how cool those are. Um, and at the end of the day, like I, this is a bit of a ramble, but I really do think that that's, what's so fun about CrossFit for the average person is that it does bring you into this mindset of, you know what, I could go try that. I'm like, I'm not going to go win a Highland games competition, but yeah, if push came to shove and somebody was like, Hey, I'm going to teach you how to like lift this caber and try to toss it. Be like, awesome. Let's go give it a shot. You know? Yeah, I think yeah. that's so cool. I love that. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I'm right there with, I'm right there with you for sure. Um, when, uh, when it comes to the program, how, how much of a impact do you think it affects on the, uh, on the end result with waiting kind of waiting for some of these workouts to be re released last minutes as and the question here is you think you think outcomes would be different or significantly different if like say we're to release all the workouts a week before yeah. a week before the event do you think that does play a play a big role into into the, the final outcome of, of the event i think it depends i think in some ways like that's one of the things i'm trying to get more clarity around um for myself is what is necessary to wait and what is okay to give with a few more days advance? Um, cause there is a trade-off there, right? Like obviously with a few more days, everybody feels a little bit more settled when it comes time mm -hmm. to step onto the competition floor, uh, the sure. event staff, the judges, the athletes, there's huge benefit in that. Um, on the other end, I think it's absolutely important that there is some element of reactivity that the athlete mm -hmm. has to mm -hmm. show up execute without being able to fully strategize or fully uh, practice. I do think that's a critical component of fitness and it has to be part of the test. How much it has to be part of the test, I think is, is a really good conversation um, to keep exploring. So, and I, you know, I'm not going to claim that I have the absolute answer for that either, mm -hmm, but, mm -hmm. um, but what I will say is like, I'm really dedicated to going back and questioning, okay, how much and, and, and where is it most appropriate to do that? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah. Like something like the, um, the crossover jump rope, that would probably would have been a lot different yeah. if you gave them a week, if you gave them like a oh, week, for sure. to... <laughs> even yeah. a day. Well, and, and oh, so yeah, for, yeah, I'll take that one, <clears throat> you know, that that's a, one of those events that I think people either love it or hate it <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and no, fine, for sure. fair enough, you know, that's uh -huh. fine. Um, but I think that is absolutely one of those that even if you would have given athletes of that level a day, you would have had a completely different experience, mm -hmm. uh, on the floor 
than just a couple hours that they did get. Mm -hmm. So for me, that particular example, I'm like, well, that was the right thing to do was to just Mm -hmm. see who could do it. Um, who had that kind of ability to pick, pick something up quickly and run with it. Um, yeah. So, uh, for you, that one, that one kind of played out exactly how you envisioned, how you kind of wanted it to play out. I, you know, I wish more people would have made it through to the, uh, press to handstand. Um, I was actually a little surprised that they had uh, such difficulty picking that up. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I wish that would have shown a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it, it, it definitely yeah, played I, out. I, I think I heard <laughs> you on the well. podcast or you're, you're, you were, yeah, I've heard you say a little, you're, you've been a little surprised. You're like, I thought I didn't think it was that. <laughs> I didn't think yeah, it was that I, hard. It yeah. really, it, yeah. That's funny, it, dude. Yeah. Uh, it looked, um, more oh, difficult were- than, than I expected. They were on the struggle bus for sure. They were definitely a lot of, a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, did you, did you do all the, uh, open workout program? Are you, are you on this program and all the work, uh, Uh, for 23? Yeah. Yeah. This this upcoming, sorry. Yeah. This upcoming. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. So that's me. And, and then again, you know, like I, I am pretty, um, pretty, what's the word? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm very comfortable running a lot of stuff through my team. So they'll get the first look. They'll tell me why it's stupid. They'll tell me why mm-hmm. we can make it better. Then I go back and refine it. And mm-hmm. um, we do that dance a few times. And and so, but yes, at the end of the day, it's my, mm-hmm. my programming. Oh, you know, I was going to ask you, um, maybe you don't want to uh, tip your hand, but uh, <laughs> did for this last one, did you, uh, cause, I, cause I know you guys are, I know you guys are homies, you and Dave, did you, did you ask Dave for any advice about for last year thing? Or are you just kind of like, Nope, I, I've had it all planned. I want to be doing it. I got a bunch of ideas already. Or did you? Oh, did you, well, and again, are we talking about the 22 oh, this, games? This last, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. This last, these, this last previous games, did you, did you pick his brain about anything? About anything I didn't, you know, this year it was, um, it was such a weird circumstance um, to, to kind of navigate around. Um, and I think we were still both trying to kind of figure out the space that, yeah. that was appropriate. And so, got no, it. I didn't, I didn't bounce a lot of stuff off of him, um, you know, but I, 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 man, in the future, I think that there's uh, plenty of plenty of room for that sort of overlap. That I'm absolutely open to that. For sure, yeah, I, I, I like that. Yeah, yeah. You seem you seem like a good dude, Adrian. I mean, I don't I don't know I don't really know you super well, but you seem like a <laughs> try you seem very try you seem very you seem very approachable. You do. You seem very, <clears throat> very try approachable. Although you know, I don't know Dave either, but Dave to me doesn't strike me as a, as approachable. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. It depends be. on who you are. It depends on what your tolerance is. <laughs> like if I was a games athlete and I didn't like, uh, oh, I, don't, I don't understand this workout. I'd be like, Oh, it's pod. I'll be going to talk about this. This is like a big deal. But if it was Dave, I'd be like, uh, sir, mm. Mr. Castro. I don't know if, uh, like, Hey, this guy wants to know. I'm asking a question for this guy. Um, have you thought about bringing back Roe versus Boz this year? I mean, we, uh, you know, Rory is a great friend of mine. We, uh, I sure. actually just talked to him yesterday. I'll, I'll probably okay. see him this weekend. Oh, cool. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, we, we've joked about it a little bit. Um, honestly, I don't know if I want that smoke, man. I am not, uh, <laughs> I am not in the tip top uh-huh. condition right now. And man, he's been crushing it. So, uh, <laughs> it might content. be pretty one sided. Yeah. yeah. It might be pretty one sided, but I'm definitely open <laughs> to it. I mean, those, those open memories were so fun and that was simultaneously one of the, the hardest and mm-hmm. most fun things that mm-hmm. I would do all year. Oh, yeah. um, like I, I would get so stressed to, mm-hmm. uh, to take the floor in front of all those people. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it was, oh, it, yeah. was it was I, great. It was a lot of yeah. fun. And it was really encouraging though, that we would continually get messages from people that were like, Hey man, it's really cool to see, you know, kind of the average yeah, person right, right. throwing mm-hmm. themselves into this. And cause I think we all play that open game where you're like, Oh, well, I just watched Velner do it. And <laughs> He didn't stop. So I guess, why would I, well, I guess I should just do it unbroken, you know, and, exactly. and we all know how that goes. So. Exactly. You know what I'd always do, which I've learned by now is super stupid. I'd watch like, you know, yeah. Velner or Frazier or somebody in those, I'd be like, Oh, I'm just going to, whatever they do, I'm going to double their, I'm going to double their yeah. score. And I'm like, Oh, I should be able to do that. And it's like, not even, sometimes it's not even close. Like that, well, five, that was, it's funny we'll you say it. that. Cause okay. that, that was the Pat Sherwood. Uh, sorry, sorry to cut you off. The, um, <laughs> Pat Sherwood and I, when we used to work seminars with Chris Spieler, that was like our unwritten rule too. It was like, Hey, if we are, um, within double your time, we win. <laughs> like that right? was just the way yeah. we used to approach it's it. Like, yeah. It was so good. Uh-huh. It's like a golf, like golf handicap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I used to really think that'd be like, well, if he's doing this workout in like five minutes, I should be able to do it in t- 10 minutes. Right. <clears throat> and it's oh, like, man. uh, why is it, why is the clock at 16 minutes? What the hell's going on? Yep. Um, 
Yeah, it turns out the uh, the people at the top are really good. It turns it turns out unreal. It's, it's almost like they're professionals or something. I don't know. <laughs> Seriously, dude, that's so crazy. Um, the uh, do you does anything come to mind if I asked you the strangest or like kind of bizarre thing you've ever heard an athlete say on the floor? Anything weird? You know, you don't have to say names, but just like, is there something that you heard one time and you're just like, holy, whoa, this person, you know, like is this person okay or what the heck, what the heck's going on with this with this person? Oh, you know, off the cuff, nothing really comes to mind. I mean, there's definitely been moments where there's been high emotions, uh, oh, of put it mildly. <laughs> uh, and, yeah. you know, you can uh -huh. interpret that how you will. Um, but, I, you know, honestly, the, the stranger things come out during some of the briefings. And again, I won't oh, okay. name names to, to kind of <laughs> yeah. keep the, uh, the, the, the innocent, innocent. But uh, there you go. Uh -huh. yeah, I, th I don't know what it is sometimes when there's kind of this nervous energy around the competitors kind of feeling each other out and yeah. you know it's everybody's there in the same room and there's tension and that sort of thing like sometimes yeah, yeah. some of the questions that get asked it's like did you uh <laughs> did you hear yourself ask that question like is that legitimately what you're putting out there right now is this... need you to come over here and take a breathalyzer test <laughs> yeah so every once in a while you get some uh, yeah that's good stuff out of left field stuff coming that's... coming during an athlete brief um that's hilarious any, you know, uh, yeah. Any, anything specific coming to mind <laughs> that you could share without saying any names? It's okay. If you're not. Oh, I mean, that, you know, I think I think I don't want to get too specific because okay. okay. that's one of those times too that I don't want anybody listening to this who is an athlete to feel <laughs> yeah. like they shouldn't uh, ask I, for oh, clarification. Touche. Because when they're you know when you're in the moment, like that's why we have those mm -hmm. briefings is so that mm -hmm. you can get it all out, you can get clarity, and then all you have to do is go and execute. Um you know, and put your best foot forward. That's mm -hmm. the whole point. And so I don't want people to have sort of that's trepidation true. that they could get called out later for that's that right. sort of thing. That's, that's not a good environment to. Yeah. You're a goddamn build, professional, so. Adrian. Goddamn professional. <laughs> I try and try and semi-pro. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I was gonna ask you about Noble because I am a huge fan. I mm. love, I love Noble. And I like, I love, not just like their, their, their actual stuff, their items, but what I've known about or learned about the company, I think they're, I think they're a great company. What? Yeah. Why do you, why do you think they get so much hate? Do you think it's just because it's like their stuff's expensive? I feel like that's the most common thing I hear about, like their stuff's overpriced. But uh, you know, I've talked to uh, Oke Matt O'Keefe and I talked to Sam Danter, and they like they're very mm. passionate about like how uh, how yeah. great are the pe the people they are who or you know who are running mm -hmm. the company. Um, and I think the I think the products they make are great. I, I mean, I've heard, I hear both sides of it. You know, you just flip open Instagram, you can hear both sides of it. But yeah, um, sure. it feels like people get really really upset with uh with noble <laughs> any idea yeah any i don't idea? know it's yeah. it's kind of weird. Uh, it's a good it's question weird. because yeah it is kind of weird as a as an independent brand that has really kind of yeah. grown up in the mm -hmm. crossfit world i mean it is cool that we've got somebody who's um homegrown supporting what we're doing mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. willing to step in and, and step up for that i think that's really awesome um and Agreed. I fully get that, you know, you can't please everybody and it might not be your cup of tea stylistically or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, mm -hmm. that's fine. Uh, you know, but at the end of the day, it's like, man, what, what they are doing as the title sponsor is really cool. And so, yeah, yeah I think that that's lost on people sometimes when they're mm -hmm. filtered through their own brain about like, mm -hmm. well, I don't like this particular style of shoe or whatever. It's like, well, you're kind of missing the point. Like if you're a oh, fan right. of the games and you want it to get bigger and you want the athletes to be compensated then hey man be stoked that we can have a title sponsor that like i said is, is kind of grown from the ranks like that's pretty mm -hmm. cool yeah it's the, this recent like gift card thing it's like mm -hmm. man people yeah. are very very passionate about a 25 dollars gift card and i'm like guys why, yeah. don't we, uh, why don't we just take a deep breath here well, <laughs> or just don't use it i mean if you're like okay I, like it's not my thing you think it's whatever then okay right. you don't have yeah. nobody don't use it nope. i gotta <laughs> let everybody know what i feel yeah. about this holy moly okay yeah i just wanted to get your insight because i'm always like blown yeah but like when I, i'm blown away when i hear like i I, res I respect sam dance i respect matt o'keefe I, sure. I know matt yeah. pretty pretty well-ish not like super well okay. but a little bit yeah. um and the way that they talk about them and vouch for them, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna take your word for it. And like what I've known, uh, yeah. uh, I've talked to Todd a few times, mm -hmm. and they're they're great, great people. <laughs> so yeah, like, great people. Like mm -hmm. you're saying, they came, they've come through the ranks of CrossFit. They're like the lead sponsor. They, this when they were first, their first year sponsoring, they, you know, they kind of got thrown in the middle of it, like kind of last minute. And I feel like for what for those circumstances, they did a great job. And it's just weird to see like so much, 
so much pushback. It's just oh, internet going to internet. I mean, you yeah, know, it's just kind of yeah. amen, amen, brother. <laughs> it's the, it's the amen, way it brother. is. <laughs> I think uh, it's the nature of everybody having a microphone in their pocket uh, that, that costs nothing to you know be as right. obnoxious as you want uh, in a public yep. space. So true, true that. I yeah, <clears throat> I really try my best to not put too much stock in uh, what goes on digitally because um, you know yeah sure that mm -hmm. there's some degree of realistic reflection there but on the other end of it man it's so much of it is just distortion um, oh yeah. yeah yeah for sure that's why i take the uh, joe rogan approach man i post and i ghost i post and I, ghost. I, stay, <laughs> I stay out of the comments man yeah wise that's wise exactly it's like you're not because of what you said earlier too you're just not going to please everybody and it's always no. yeah no way it, it's all it's a hundred it's a hundred positive messages and it's that one negative where it just sits with you for like the longest mm -hmm. time and i'm like why not even read that stupid shenanigans yep. user eight six three two hashtag whatever shenanigans um <laughs> uh actually kind of along that same that same questioning the i was gonna ask you about like cross like the crossfit and the methodology and i feel like outside yeah. of people who are especially who aren't involved with it you know like it's it it and I know, you know, it's kind of has like a bad rap for some, like for some reason, but it's everybody who understands it, does it, is involved in CrossFit knows like the benefits and like how great it is and like how, just like yeah. how, you know, just all the, just all the positive that comes from it. But people who aren't, they're just like, basically, they just don't know about it. It's got such, it's such this negative and it's kind of, I feel like it's hard to kind of pierce through that, through yeah. that negativity sometimes when it's mm -hmm. like. And like I said, everybody who's in the space and knows when you hear that stuff, it's just like, oh man, it's like so obvious that these people don't know what they're talking about. But it's it it definitely seems to be the uh, consistent narrative uh, from the outside. Um, why do you think that is, Adrian? It's a good question, and I I don't know I, I don't know if I agree that it's the hmm. dominant um, thought of from people okay. outside of CrossFit. I think there's plenty of people that, <clears throat> excuse me, sure. um, I think there's plenty of people that you know, either have a non-opinion or um, it's not a negative opinion. They're just like, mm -hmm. it's just not my thing. Mm. I think there's plenty of that, that you just don't hear about it as much because there's not much to say and they're not loud, you know? Um, yeah, true. But yeah, point taken. I mean, there's plenty of people that are pretty uh, antagonistic <laughs> when it comes to voicing their opinion about CrossFit. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think some of that is just a re reaction to some of the CrossFit evangelism that goes on. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. I think we've all been that person at some point where like, dude, just shut up about CrossFit. You know, like we've all yeah. been there and yeah, sure. like, you, you take that approach with anything long enough and people are going to yeah. be like, dude, just give it a minute, you know? Yeah. So, uh, um, I think there's a portion of that. Um, well, I also, I, I think they, there's a, there's a mindset that you, that's, that's like a lot of injuries that happen. People get hurt. Yeah. Do CrossFit. Which, I think there's like, yeah, which, which is I like, think is, I mean, that's yeah. been refuted so many times. It's just For like, sure. okay. I mean, this For is sure. not, this is not reality. You know, like if you're going to mm -hmm. be a physical person, you're going to increase the risk of injury. And, um, you know, mm -hmm. if you're going to be a reckless physical person, well, and that goes up even further, but that doesn't really necessarily, uh, have to be specifically attached to what you're doing. I mean, there's plenty of things that you can be really into and reckless about that are going to throw you out the other side in a bad way. Um, you know, and certainly if you approach CrossFit haphazardly, it could be bad. You know, I mean, you approach rock climbing haphazardly, it can oh, be bad. Yeah. It's, it sure. doesn't mean the activity in and of itself should be discounted. Um, it just means like, Hey, there's a way to navigate this that has a lot of positive around it, but yeah, there's, there's real risk involved. I mean, you can't escape the physics of the world. Um, but I think about it this way all the time. It's like, people are so, they, they, they put so much hyperbole on, um, the potential risk for something that is relatively immediate, like, you know, mm -hmm. okay, I could be sprinting and pull a hamstring like that is real. Sure. Yep. That could yep. happen. And that seems to get a ton of weight in people's minds. Um, but the risk of engaging in nothing long-term or something that's even just like pretty vanilla, like maybe I just jog and that's the only thing I do like, okay, that kind of narrow range of activity isn't going to bolster you against so much of, of these kind of modern problems. Um, but that sort of thing isn't really forefront in people's minds, like the year long, decade long, decades long degeneration that's possible. That doesn't occupy a lot of people's uh, space in people's minds, uh, oddly enough. So I don't know, it's uh, it is interesting, but I, I also think that there's a lot of people that just, you know, in their enthusiasm, maybe they don't speak clearly about what 
it is that they're really trying to get at with CrossFit. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, when you have kind of more casual conversation with people, I think it's a lot easier to bridge that gap. It's like, okay, well, what are you training for? You're talking to a bodybuilder. He's like, I want to get huge. You're like, cool story. That's awesome. Nothing wrong with that. What are you training for? Well, I want to be able to run, jump, climb, engage in whatever I want, whenever I want, um, and have the physical capacity to do that. Um, okay, cool. Like it's, it's harder to poke holes in when you actually have that kind of face-to-face, -face, um, mm -hmm. discussion. Yeah, for sure. I, yeah, it's well said, well put too. Yeah. Um, the, well, and, and I guess what's even funnier is when you have these like niche athletes, you know, where you have somebody who's like maybe a little bit unrefined in their, um, in their thinking and they're like a, a, a power lifter. Right. And they're going to try to talk about relative risk of injury. And it's like, what? I mean, <laughs> if, if you can't, if you can't, uh, reconcile the idea that it's very possible for you to engage in something like that and the result be catastrophic. And again, it doesn't mean that it's a bad activity or that you shouldn't pursue it, but you at least have to recognize that sure there's possibility there. What is the benefit? And, you're probably going to come to the conclusion that the benefit far outweighs the risk and, and, and you're going to keep charging ahead and as you should. So, yeah. Do you think, um, CrossFit gay, this is a hypothetical, but do you think CrossFit games athletes, if they're, if they, if they train that intense for a long period of time, do you feel like that might be doing any, um, long-term damage? Like when you're, and I, I, I know that can, be, I know that <clears> could be question. Easy that could be almost applied to any, anything yeah. you take, you take extreme, but, um, I'll just keep it to, to cross. But do you think if they're, um, that's a you know. really great question. And, and that's something that I think about a lot is like, you know, as, as the person and, and the, by extension, the people that work closely with me, like the team that's responsible for putting out the keystone events throughout the season, like there's a lot of visibility on that and it does inform what people do to prepare and kind of, to some degree, the culture around that. And I do think that, um, you know, insane volume for an insane period of time, the chances of something going wrong increase with that formula. Uh, I, I can't say to what degree, I don't think it's a, a foregone conclusion necessarily. Like some people are pretty fatalistic about that. I, I am not. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think like anything, um, you can hold your hand too close to the flame. Absolutely. Um, and I, I think as kind of stewards of the sport, it's our job to make sure that we're doing things as responsibly as we can at the, mm -hmm. at the marquee events so that people don't feel that there has to be this culture around like, well, it, it takes four a day to get there. It's like, okay, well, yeah. maybe that's what you chose to do, but did it actually mm -hmm. take that? Or is that just kind of what you got swept up into? Um, yeah, kind of a circuitous way to say that, uh, yes, I do think that you can do too much. And I do think that competitors have to be mindful of that. Um, and especially those that are kind of coming up in the modern era, like you look mm -hmm. to some of the, the volume that these athletes are engaging in, and it's like, that's cool. How long did it take them to build up to tolerate that? Is it actually what's driving the needle forward? Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, coming back time and time again to this kind of self-reflection of, like what's actually driving my progress and what can I get rid of that is no longer serving me? I think that's a, a far more nuanced coaching conversation yeah. to have than what do I just keep adding? Um, that's good. And, and to me, that's really the mark of somebody who's like really understanding of what it mm -hmm. takes to get to the top is like, all right, when can we remove this thing? Because you being fresh for the next session or having more time to recover far outweighs another session of whatever accessory work that I think is going to plug some hole that may or may not even be there. Yeah. That's yeah, great. Great answer. Uh, how, how much do you work out right now? How many, how many days oh, are you training? You know, um, <laughs> hypothetically, or like you want to, you want like an honest reflection of the last couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm trying to make myself feel better, Adrian. Okay. So I'm, like, uh, let's, I'm down let's like start. Two, two days a week right now. Yeah. Let's start with the bad then. You know, the last couple of weeks I've been, uh, I've been under the weather and I, I got uh, a, I had a spider bite. Uh, oh, dang. Kinda, yeah, man. So it's, um, I, it, it's been, uh, it's been a bit of a dry patch for uh, about Damn. a week or so. Yeah. <laughs> Which fine, it's all right. Yeah. And I've been doing this stuff long enough that it doesn't freak me out to to take right. a little time because it's like, well, I'm in it for I'm a lifer, you know what I mean? For so sure. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. I'll pick it back up. It's no big deal. Um, but you know, not uh not under the weather and not spider bitten 
Um, I try, <laughs> I try to work out uh, between three to five times a week. And then on top of that, I try to do jujitsu two to three times a week. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 I feel like so, a, lot of, a lot of CrossFitters are doing that these days. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah. I know. I need to, I, mean, I, want, I definitely want to give it a go soon. Here. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it a try. Yeah. Uh, the risk of a uh, TMI, where'd you get, uh, where'd you get the spider bite? Oh, it's like on my forearm. <laughs> here okay. yeah okay, good. we're still a pg yeah we're still a pg yes. show yeah. okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> i won't show it to you because it's kind of gross but uh that's all good it's also yeah, bandaged up but, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah yeah that sucks man that's like yeah. that's a that's a bummer um last couple questions here the uh any desire to bring back a rogue versus again faster type of competition as like oh, i don't know maybe like, maybe like a noble or a versus a tyr or something, or something like that you know they ever thought about uh, Cause that was, we talk about it all the amazing. time. That was yeah, amazing. Uh, it really was. That was such a fun, fun thing to do. And you know, those videos were so cool uh, so to awesome. go back and rewatch them was really fun. Anybody who hasn't watched them, I would go check those out on the games. Highly YouTube. recommend, highly recommend. Yeah, they're cool. Um, and yeah, we talk about that sort of thing all the time. Like I think that um, now that we have kind of hopefully um, moved out of the tail end of the COVID era and um you know, we're starting to get a little bit more stability around leadership of the company and we're starting mm -hmm. to get some stability around what the season looks like. Um, you know, it's taken us a while to kind of get back to business as usual, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I do think that's kind of next on the horizon is all right. What kind of out of season, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And well, and just kind of exhibition style events can we do? Cause there's so much mm -hmm. really fun, um, format experimentation mm -hmm. that you can have when you don't have the pressure of this has to be a test of the fittest or, or the test to find the fittest, right. you know, like there are certain yeah. things that you just, they're not going to be appropriate under those conditions, but they would be absolutely appropriate as part of an exhibition match or like a, a you know, a, a really contained kind of hour long program, something like that. Um, that I think would be so fun to, to play around with. So yeah. yeah, hopefully we'll have some opportunity to do that in the future. And I would even, even though I'd love to be there person, I think there should be no, no spectators, just like the same way, you know, it's like yeah. film it, you know, film it, make good content. But yep. uh, when you get, you just get everybody like close and intimate, I think that's generates for some amazing content, you know, get everybody kind of loose and stuff. That's, that's well, nice. and on the other side too, I mean, the flexibility that that allows is, is huge because you don't yeah. have to put out a schedule. You can just go when, when everybody's ready, mm -hmm. you can move around a lot, uh, with a lot more freedom. Um, you know, anytime you start adding, uh, like a, a hard schedule that spectators are um, expecting to be able to show mm -hmm. up and, mm -hmm. and view mm -hmm. like that locks you into a lot more than, than you would be otherwise. Gotcha. Uh, the, the opens in 69 days. Uh, Boz, have you signed hey, oh, up? Wait, signed isn't up? it nice? Isn't that what you're supposed to say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> am I signed up? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I signed up. Okay, cool. Yeah, oh yeah. Stay, I'm on the, sure. I, so <laughs> It'd be, kind of, it'd be kind of hilarious if you weren't. Yeah, right. You're like, oh, they open now. I don't do that. <laughs> That's not for me. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I'm. I'm signed up. I'm on the leaderboard. Uh, I always try to take a screen grab uh, right when I register because it'll be like the only time I'm even close to uh, you know that whatever <laughs> yeah. number it is Top. when I sign up. Yeah. Uh, and I'm often placed above some of my friends, so I can screen cap it and smack talk early, which is. I mean, that's nine tenths of the benefit of the open is being able to uh, talk some shit. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm signed up. It's uh, and I, I encourage everybody else to do the same. I think it's a super fun time of year, and uh, I look forward to it every year. I mean, it's yeah. it's one of those things that like I'm I'm gonna do it forever. You know, like my yeah. uh, professional relationship with CrossFit or otherwise. Like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sign up and do that until it's not a thing anymore because it's just it's fun. Hell yeah. yeah. And plus you yeah. get a $25 Noble gift card. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you're, uh, I would say, uh, I've, I've consumed enough content to know that you are definitely a favorite amongst the community and, uh, always, oh, uh, well. oh yeah, for sure. If you are, you are definitely looked up to your, uh, I think people are happy to know the games are in good hands and, um, yeah, I mean, I'm Thank excited you. to see, I'm excited to see, uh, I'm always excited to see what you start program. So now you have like a whole year ahead and there's this like, yeah. I envision, I envision you, like you've just been sitting on stuff like, Oh man, when, when <laughs> well, I get like, there's some of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's <clears> like, <throat> when I get my opportunity, I'm going to like put a, and so that's why that's another reason too. I feel like this last, this, this last, uh, great games was so amazing. Um, yeah, but thanks. yeah, I, I appreciate your time man, very much. And, um, any acid, uh, which song you'd 
want to shout out before any listener wants to <laughs> yeah worship the worm go go check that one out it's off one of their seven inches amazing the the <laughs> that guitar riff you could play that at my funeral it's a good I'm gonna, one but... i'm gonna keep an eye on their spotify see if it gets any extra yeah. clicks after we run this one yeah. <laughs> i feel like 10 look at the bump of 10 yeah. from, uh, from people that, uh, that awesome. care enough about obscure metal to, to go check it out um but no i mean i i do appreciate your your kind of wrap-up comments there and i just feel like um you know i'm lucky to be in the position that i am it worked really hard to get here as well i don't want to discount that either um and i just i guess for anybody out there who's who's listening it's like yeah you know, i do feel the responsibility to steward this thing um and to help to preserve what i know it to be and all the positive things around it while at the same time you know inching it forward as it should be so mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. that's that's the job and i take it really seriously so yeah awesome man yep good stuff dude uh, i think it's in i think it's in good hands i'm looking forward to it thanks man